Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome. Today's topic is corporate social responsibility as it applies to both small, medium, and large companies, to social enterprises, nonprofits, and charities. So let's uh, get started in terms of getting a clear understanding of what corporate social responsibility or CSR is and how it makes a difference. So it's defined as the voluntary activities undertaken by an organization to operate in an economic, social, and environmentally sustainable manner. A socially responsible business model is perceived by customers and employees as doing right for the right reasons. So corporate social responsibility includes social investment. And I'm going to start now just with a few examples because this applies both to large and small organizations. BMW, it's one that has set a very high level of helping over 1 million people by 2020. They create programs such as the school's environmental education development project to help raise awareness of social and environmental issues. The key to their success has always been alignment. They're a great example of corporate social responsibility because of their balance between a good business model and helping social causes. Levi Strokes' approach is to reduce their environmental footprint by acting in human rights and environmental causes. They have a worker well-being initiative that is aimed to help improve the life of their employees. And they've also trademarked their waterless campaign using less water when manufacturing their products. They have saved over 1 billion liters of water and hope to better improve their manufacturing process by 2020. A rather unusual one that I hadn't really considered is SurveyMonkey. And SurveyMonkey, what they do is they donate 50 cents of every survey completed to the survey takers' charity of choice. And the company has donated over $1 million to organizations such as Boys and Girls Clubs of America and the Humane Society. Starbucks. Starbucks started in 1971. And right from the beginning, they started... CAFE program has set guidelines to increase product quality, 
social and economic responsibility and environmental man management. They partnered with Ethos Water, who's helping to bring clean water to over 1 billion people who don't have access to it. Ben and Jerry's. Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield have been really well-known worldwide in terms of what they do. They said, actually, CSR goals, and they created a foundation that has set the bar high by giving 7.5% of its pre-tax profits to charitable organizations around the world. There are many different ways to go about creating the best CSR program for a company. In the examples I've just cited, we've seen how different companies take different approaches. Some give back to the community, some give back to their employees, and some do both. Having a solid giving program is key to not only helping the reputation of your company, but also to make employees love where they work. Let's uh, drill down a little and look at how CSR might apply in a smaller business environment. So one example is a farmer from a community by the name of Windsor in Canada. And what he does is he pays out $500 to buy team hockey shirts for a minor hockey team. But he also gets benefits from that. And this is what a lot of more organizations don't realize. So he has somebody with a smartphone come and take a video of him presenting it to the team members in front of their parents and the family members who are at the games. By doing that, he is getting his name out into the community by showing that he's an organization that does something to give back. The second activity that he does is he invites the hockey players and their families and their grandparents to come to the farm for a half day. And he also videotapes that, and he puts it on the homepage of his website, puts it out in social media, and puts it out as a press release. So he's building his brand name in the community and getting people to know what he is doing. And he feels good about giving back to the community by donating actual money to the organization. A second example had to do with a restaurant in downtown Toronto. And the restaurant owner was unable to provide monetary gifts, but he was matched up with a community of faith in the community. And they were supporting a Syrian family who had just come to Canada. And the matchup involved the father of the Syrian family, celebrating a birthday. 
family didn't have the money to take the father out for a dinner, but the restaurant was able to provide a meal for the family. So the family wrote a letter back to the restaurant owner, thank him for what he did. The restaurant owner framed the letter, put it in the community, and put it out on social media. So he was identified as someone in the community who would give back to the community. So once again, it also built his image in the community and made a difference in terms of his brand name getting out and attracting new customers. So let's drill down even further. In large businesses, many of the companies are implementing CSR as part of being in business as a strategy to help them build their brand name and become better known on a broad basis. In particular, millennials choose to work with companies that make a social impact, even when they are offered lower strategies. Employee retention could be dependent on CSR. In a large department store, it could be an item where they take some of the items and they get a retiree group or an association where volunteers volunteer time and help with getting grants or supporting as mentors for the organization. So back to a couple more examples. Virgin has created Virgin Unite, which is a foundation focusing on building the capacity of the sector. Over the last few years, it has recognized that mentorship plays a main role in the success of nonprofits and is act actively investing millions of dollars in developing mentorship capacity around the world. Walmart is a great example because I was a Red Cross disaster management volunteer and Walmart, I was given two stores and I trained the cashiers to ask every customer coming through their line to donate a dollar to the Red Cross. And I think it was over $3.2 million was raised with the help of Walmart as Red Cross's biggest uh, supporter. Another example is uh, CIBC. And when employees are involved as volunteers, they're able to get a grant of $500 to go to the organization that they're working with. So the employees are extremely pleased 
that the company that they work for is willing to give back to the community. The uh, employee gains, the company gains, and the organization that the employee is involved in supporting gains. So for a large company, benefits, they improve and increase brand name awareness. They're recognized by communities and customers, employees, suppliers. They get new sales leads, new suppliers or referrals. There are partnership introductions and social media activity, which supports what they're doing. For the employee, the executive and the employee get satisfaction in knowing that personal values are aligned with the organization. So the employee gets the network and communication can be improved through many of these activities and events. Employees get to learn and develop skills in terms of what they're doing. There are opportunities to employ employee recognition through presentations and certificates. And it goes, of course, on their personnel file and on their resume. For small and medium businesses, it's not limited only to the large businesses, and I mentioned that a little bit earlier. And uh, I give you the example of it can be an in-kind donation. It doesn't have to be money, and that's what makes a difference. So what are some of the benefits to a smaller or medium-sized business? They're giving back to the community, direct recognition of contributions. They gain sales leads. <coughs> they gain partnership and affiliation introduction. And they receive a video or text testimonial. It's really a win-win a operation. It doesn't just benefit the receiving of the action. So how does CSR work in business? Well, it can be done through sponsorship. It can be done through fundraising. And uh, it could be an activity that's done within an organization. And an example of that is United Way. When I was with a company called CIBC, we used to run uh, executive events, and people sponsored the executives in a, a little race effort that really made a difference. But uh, the other thing that can happen with organizations when a employee or an employee group makes a donation, sometimes the corporation will double or triple that donation. Corporations also have foundations that can really make a difference in terms of startup or ongoing support. Ronald McDonald Foundation contributes to children's program 
nationally and is funded through point-of-sale donations as well as some of the profits of the company. These funds are allocated each year to charities and nonprofits across the country that provides direct support. This charity is part of the overall marketing of McDonald's restaurants and establishing Ronald McDonald rooms or buildings for families where a family member has major medical problems. An example of in-kind support is Habitat for Humanity. In the community I live in, where I was a volunteer, I was able to generate $140,000 of furniture and other item, household items of support that went to a habitat restore facility. And there are over a hundred of these restore facilities. And the restore facility or store resells some of those household items or furniture that were collected from the community. The donor gets a tax receipt for the donation they've made. So the whole area of in-kind support is a huge win for the community. So the question is, how do you actually start CSR in the organization that you're involved in? And <coughs> let's start with medium and large businesses. So the best way is to get a small team of three to four people who have some knowledge and some interest in this area and to come up with an example of CSR and just do a small one. So small tasks and achieve small wins to demonstrate what the benefit is of starting CSR in the business. Next, pick your team. It can be generalists or it can be specialists. And it can be at different levels based on their areas of interest and pull them together for an initial meeting Hold a meeting to determine what the first steps should be. Next, gather resources. Have the team do research from local organizations to large organizations to CSR that is done in various countries and communities is done in various corporations and other ventures. Gather that information and figure out how it could be used to plan and apply a CSR strategy. 
understand the issues. Understand the problems that you may want to address by applying CSR. Who is the problem addressed to? How many are there? And what is the impact of that problem? And determine who is providing potential solutions for that problem. And you may want to run that strictly within the organization through entrepreneurship, or you may want to work with organizations outside. And in order to do that, you have to contact other organizations, social enterprises, nonprofits, and charities who may be addressing the problem that you have identified. Make contact with some of the senior level people in the organization and ask for a meeting where you could discuss possible connections. And what you may be offering is both financial and in-kind and volunteer support. Once you have determined that you have a good fit with the organization, what you want to do is formalize with a proposal to see who has what responsibilities and how long you might want to get involved with that organization. Most of the uh, social enterprise, nonprofits, and charities prefer to have a minimum two-year commitment by the company because they don't want to have it happen one year and then they disappear at the end of the year. So once that is determined, then you want to formalize the agreement with the organization and determine the method of communication once you've established it. Next, we're going to look at the other possibility is where a social enterprise, a nonprofit, or a charity needs support for the activity that they're involved in. And they have to find small, medium, or large ventures that could support their activity. So the first step is to determine a situation where you would like to have them involved, whether it's a program, a project, or an event. And then once you define that, you determine what you want to ask that organization for. Is it financial? Is it in-kind? Is it volunteer support? So once you determine that, you want to reach out to possible organizations with a one-page summary document and see if they're willing to meet with you to allow you to do a presentation to their senior team. And once you have 
reached that situation and you've been successful in presenting, then you want to formalize it in terms of an agreement that everybody is satisfied is beneficial to all sides. Something that is really important for both sides in this arrangement is the benefits for the corporation or the small business for the social enterprise and the benefits for the social enterprise nonprofit charity. And having a clear understanding of what could be beneficial to the organization. For the social enterprise nonprofits and charities, I would encourage people that are doing the ask that one of the benefits they offer the corporate ventures is to come and do presentations to the employees of the business and the large corporations to explain how the corporation or the small business has made a difference in the work that is being done and what has been accomplished. So in summary, CSR or corporate social responsibility is something that is growing extremely fast although there are many organizations who still don't understand how they should use it as a strategy for the corporation and how it benefits their employees, their customers, and their suppliers. And they don't know how to go about doing it. For the social enterprise, nonprofit, and charity, they must have the ability to understand who they could address and who could help them, whether it's a program, project, or event where that organization could help them in terms of financial, in-kind, and volunteer support. So I hope you've gained something from today's podcast. And for more detail, I recommend that you examine a book called The Give Back Economy, Social Responsibility Practices for Business and Nonprofits. It's available through Self-Council Press for about $20. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to our next meeting.